The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Here is an email that I received. This is from George, and this is about his five-year-old daughter, Maggie, who is extremely shy. So think in your own life. Were you ever shy? I know I was a very shy kid at times in my life, in my very younger years. Very, very shy, withdrawn. So his, he's going through the problem with his daughter. Hi, Dr. Kenner. My five-year-old daughter, Maggie, is extremely shy. She's in kindergarten and takes longer to warm up to others and does not initiate conversation with kids. I work closely with her teachers, even gave her a pet gerbil to share at school. You can tell this is a in loving papa, loving dad. She began to talk more in class, first at a whisper and then at a normal tone. I got so excited about her progress that she started regressing, going backwards. So notice there's a principle in that. When you are so joyous, oh my God, you're not shy anymore, you're speaking up. Sometimes we withdraw, we pull our head back into our turtle shell and don't speak. So that, I think, um, further on, you are aware of that problem. So um, I watch, I'll continue with uh, George's letter about his daughter, his question about his daughter. I watch her in the playground when I pick her up, and she is walking around not talking with any of the kids. When I ask her, why don't you play, she says, I'm shy, Daddy. My concern is that she has internalized this label of being shy based on her experiences and what she hears others call her. I tried creating a behavior chart. She earns a sticker for each day she plays with kids. She did it a few times, felt proud of herself, and didn't want to go. Didn't even want to go home one day. I emphasized how fun it was to make a connection and play with others. Things have worsened. Maggie is a very intuitive little girl and is aware of her social anxiety difficulties. When I now ask her if she's played with friends at school, she covers her ears and doesn't want to talk with me. She said, it's because I'm just shy, shy, shy. She said she was sad at school because she doesn't have friends. My heart breaks for her and I want to step in and do whatever it takes to have this go away. I think I may be the problem. I worry so much about it that I put too much pressure on her to speak and be more social. Should I continue making play dates and planned friend activities for her? Should I back off a bit and let her be comfortable progressing at her own pace? Should she get professional help? I am desperate to help my child become more social. Appreciate your help. So, number one, George, uh, this is from George, kudos to you. You're an involved parent and you're doing some very nice things. I love the pet gerbil. I love that you're tuned into your daughter's life. The fact that you are so worried I think you're aware that that is a problem. You have a very good self-awareness that the way we react to, as parents to our kids really matters. So when I think of how my parents saw me as a kid, when they saw me as shy, they would say, come on, Ellen, get on stage with us and dance with us when we went to one big event. Man, the, all I wanted to do was crawl under the table. I didn't want to get on stage and dance with my parents and Nipsey Russell and my siblings. It was I was shy. I didn't want that. Well, fast forward. Now I'm not shy. But what your par- how your parents see you 
can play a role in how you see yourself. It's like a mirror. And it's not an indelible mirror. Certainly not. I certainly have turned around. So I want to give you some tips on how not to, uh, how to be your child's best friend in terms of helping her deal with this problem. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds. That's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, uh, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. So I want to give you some tips on how not to, uh, how to be your child's best friend in terms of helping her deal with this problem. Number one, you don't want to say, oh good, you finally spoke to someone. I told you you could do it. You're taking the credit and it's becoming a huge deal in her life. It's omnipresent. Every time she sees a friend, it's not what are they like, but oh, dad wants me to connect with people. So then if you back off a little bit while still being loving and supportive and maybe listen to her, you know, what was, tell me, you could tell her about your day. This is a very good thing that parents do. They just tell one or two funny age-appropriate stories to the kids. You wouldn't believe what I saw today. I saw a deer in the woods and you'd, oh, well, guess what I did, daddy, at school. And you got your kids, your kids will start talking with you more. You can, she said, you know, I had a hard time. I didn't talk with people today. You can say, you know, I've had times like that too, honey. That's normalizing her shyness rather than making it be unique. You know, everybody has a shy period of time, not a big problem. You know, when you're ready, you'll connect with kids at your own pace. That was incredible because that's giving her confidence that she can take charge and that I, as the dad, am backing off a bit. Now, I haven't backed off. That was the parenting skill I just used. I can show her a new picture of herself, but with a very light brush stroke, no bells and whistles. If she spends a little time and has a good time at a playground, I might say, it sounds, looks like you had a fun time today. And I might keep that in my repertoire or my mental photograph book of Maggie No Longer Shy. There is a phenomenal book that I want to recommend. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, and the book is How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. Chapter 1 is phenomenal on listening to feelings. Chapter 6 is a gift for you. The title is Freeing Children from Playing Roles. For example, the messy kid, the stubborn kid, or the shy kid. How do you help a kid see themselves differently and can you maybe she can overhear you saying something nice about her or she's in a situation that works better uh, that with a baby and she's very outgoing with a baby because the five-year-old doesn't feel intimidated by a baby and you just as a light brush stroke gosh you know you guys were good buddies you just created an image of her as a good as, as being capable of having a good buddy. You can also show her movies or read books to her that where you don't give her the message. It's just a fun movie. Maybe Finding Nemo if Nemo's a little shy, or the movie Tangled or Beauty and the Beast where Belle 
the heroine is such a beautiful role model for young girls. I know she was my one of my daughter's role models. Or you can read a Berenstein uh, Berenstein Bears book about um, about uh, how to how to deal with social issues that might be a little difficult. I think Big Sister and the Bully or something like that. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Blind? Good heavens! Do they expect one blind child to teach another? Here's a house full of grown-ups can't cope with a child. How can an inexperienced half-blind Yankee schoolgirl manage it? Great improvement. Now we have two of them to look after. You'll be quiet. I was agreeing with you. You talk too much. Nothing I say is right. Why say anything? And that's from the movie The Miracle Worker. But in your own family, or maybe with your grandparents, or maybe in a family of a friend, you hear parents, that type of sarcasm going back and forth, and the parents don't listen, or the grandparents don't listen, or nothing you ever say is good enough. How do you deal with a person who can never be pleased? Dad ha- dad knows best, or mom knows best, and you don't. You're there just to sit and listen. How do you cope with that? Well, There are many different ways. Sometimes you do feel trapped in a family and some people go underground and they shut their mouth and then they don't know how to speak up in a relationship necessarily, in their own relationship. or It does damage that they don't count on with... with friendships or romantic relationships further on. So how do you deal with that? There are definite skills you can learn. Whether your your parent is now in their 60s, 70s, or 80s, or whether uh, you're the parent and maybe you're hard on your kids and you want to turn that around. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. White lies are usually told in order to protect the listener from bad news or pain. If you tell white lies to your partner, it implies that your partner is incapable of facing reality and has to be protected from it, a degrading view of your partner. It's a serious problem if your partner does not want to face facts. This does not mean you should be tactless in saying things that are gratuitously hurtful, such as, that was a stupid question. In such situations, it's not lying to say nothing, unless your silence can be taken to incorrectly imply agreement with something important. Saying nothing is often appropriate. For example, if your spouse asks, am I too fat? You can first actively listen by reflecting their thoughts. You're concerned about your weight? This invites your partner to elaborate. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com.